coming to you live from Parkview Studios, The Garage. This is The Brothers Catch-Up, a weekly podcast where two brothers come together to catch up. I'm Sal Biazzi. With me, as always, is my brother. Frankie Biazzi. Oh, boy. A lot to say, to do, to talk about. Uh, I cried today watching um, a video about Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2. Oh, yeah, you texted that to me. I didn't watch it. But, God. I never played the game, so I felt like that video wasn't going to really do much for me. Well, that's why I sent it to you, because I thought it was a good synopsis. The guy just talked about one specific character in the game, but, like, it just gives you a good idea of why it's just such a timeless game. Like, I saw another video, after I watched that one, another one got recommended to me that I also watched that was about KOTOR Knights of the Old Republic 2, The Sith Lords, um... And he was arguing that it's the greatest Star Wars story ever told. That it's better than any of the movies and the games. And that's something that's an opinion that's been out on the I was internet. Say, I feel like you hold that opinion for a long time by a lot of people. But it was nice to see that someone else out there recently also made it. It was a forty-five minute video. Good arguments. It, it really is incredible <laughs> how that like. It's hard to explain, like, because you, you like you said, you never played the game. Yeah, but like how that game can be so impactful, and like shit on by Star Wars. Not shit on, but like all these years later, thrown to the side. How bad, like all of our culture is. Like, why is Knights of the Old Republic two the Sith Lords the high point of like storytelling in fiction and science fiction in my life? Shouldn't be that way. It's so good. There's so many things from that game that are just so good. Why? What? And so many things. And it's not a per. And the great thing about it is it's not a perfect game. Like it's so flawed. It came out rushed and underfunded. The it was such an example of like corporation sabotaging itself because they could have made like the greatest game of all time and they only put out like the greatest Star Wars game of all time. But like the story they told, man. So fucking good. We've gone through it on this show. I've told yeah. my treatment of a three series, but I was thinking about it today. There's an episode of this podcast where I go through how I would make a trilogy out of the Old Republic movie franchise, but I was thinking about it today. The problem with that is you can't do enough. You really need nine whole films. But the problem with doing the nine so, films... So, like, the first three are the first... The second three... You could get away with maybe... Raven, Revan definitely deserves his own trilogy. So, like, that would be my idea for the... That's the, the trilogy. If we're just doing the a trilogy, one, yeah. could, we could just do... Knights of the Old Republic. You so do Revan's Game 1, you do a prequel, and then you do the sequel game as a sh- movie. But Revan wouldn't be in that. But it would just be the Revan trilogy. It would just The third movie is, like, the quest for... Revan and finding out, putting all the pieces together. Really, you need nine movies because then you could do. You ain't getting greenlit for nine <laughs> movies. You could do Revan. That's like billions of dollars. Well, the problem with nine movies is you need the, the best story ever told is the story of Mitra Surik, who's so the really exile. It's Twelve movies. No, no, no. You could just do the trilogy about the egg about. Knights of the Old Republic 2. You can just... You don't even need 
The first one. You don't even need Revan in the first one. Because, like, you could just talk about what happened. It'd be a prequel. Give it his exposition. Then you do prequels. Then you could, then, yeah, and all that shit could be the prequels. Oh, I was thinking about that today. Thinking about like what a tr- why what a, do it in what a chronological trilogy, order? What a trilogy about the exile starting with like you're just telling the Knights of the Old Republic two story in three movies because really you couldn't do it justice in one movie. You couldn't do what I would want to do. Like I, as much as I think I'm amazing at everything, I could not tell the Knights of the Old Republic two in three in hours. One movie. Yeah, Let's, even it. if it's a long movie, like three hours, you can't do it. And in my trilogy, that's what it is. the The third movie would just be like a shortened version of Knights of the Old Republic two, focusing on the relationship between Revan and the Exile. But really, what you need and what the best story, the best Star Wars story that could be shown on film would be a three series of three, movies yeah. about the Exile taking place ten years after the original Mandalorian Wars that spawn the Jedi Civil War that is the basis of the first video game, the movies would take place well uh, after all. We've long said this. Like the, I think this conversation is what really stemmed the podcast. Is like, Jedis are like the coolest thing ever invented. The, warrior, the religious warrior monks in space with laser swords. It's great. And Star Wars, like... And magic. They have magic. And we just don't utilize the Jedi nearly enough in their... Like, it's crazy to me. The character... Like, the Mandalorian's cool, but, like... He's not a Jedi. I want Jedi! What happens in KOTOR 2, and the... The the perspective they show you of the Star Wars universe, and the characters they create within it, are... Second to none. And Kreia, who is the, like, Obi-Wan Kenobi of the story, is the ultimate, like, Star Wars character. She is the best. And can't help but feel like she needs to be put on screen. Like, like you gotta make her a dynamic anti-villain. And it's a woman. It's a woman. She needs to... And the whole thing is women. Like... The canon story is Mitra Sirk, the exile, is a woman. Kreia is an old woman. They go on an adventure together. It would be perfect. Tell it to me, please. I will give you money. But they won't. And they won't have anyone who could do it justice. They need someone like me, who loves it, to do it. Or they need to hire but literally... Then, but you have to do name. it then. Yeah, right. I should write it. I should like, yeah. sit down and write it. Yeah. God, it takes forever. But I could. You're I could have the same kid. You're in all the time treatment. But really, like... It starts with playing the game again. Yeah, you're going to need to play it again and like take notes as you play it. Like what what do you really have to hit home? What are you trying What are the what feeling are you trying to capture? What story are you trying to tell? It's all about like the death of the force and like uh Well, can you get it on Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I have it on my phone. No, but can you get it on like a new console? I don't know if I can run it on an Xbox, but... You should get it on a new console. I know I can get it on Switch. And do a playthrough. I have it on Switch. I have it on Switch. I have it on we should phone. do a playthrough, but, like, with me. Not... Don't let me... Play. I don't want to play. But I want to, like, witness the story. We'll do the canon story. Yeah. We'll, like, write it as we play it. It'd be sweet. But it'd be such a good movie. Anyway, you should watch that video, because Kraya... That video is all about Kraya's motivations, like what her goals are in, in the story, and it just encapsulates why it's such a unique Star Wars film. The title makes Star it Wars seem video. like she ha- doesn't have any motivation. 
No, she she does. She's very clear one, very clear. But it's like getting there is really cool. It's it's yeah. ah, it's so many good things. I say if you've never played Knights of the Old Republic, one so that made you and cry. Two, you should go play it. Watching the video made me cry. Because it was it was reminding me of ha- playing that game. Like I haven't played Knights of the Old Republic two in a long time. No, like kind of, I guess maybe like nostalgia cry. But I was crying more because like Kreia is she's not right, but she kind of is right. Like she's is she a villain? She's the ultimate. She's like the ultimate villain at the end of the game. They have to beat, but she's like kind of an anti villain. Her you goal, don't play as her. No, she's your. She, she's a companion. So, like, the way Knights of the Old Republic works is you have your character, and then you have two party members, so you can have three characters at any time. And you can play as any of the three characters at any time. You can switch between them. So she's one of those party members you could have. And she's the villain of the story. She essentially is the villain of the story. Yeah. And you don't know that as you're playing it? You don't know that till close to the end. And then it's just like... And then she's like, oh, by the way, I'm that person. But then, like... The first time you played it, were you, like, blown away? It's not as, like... So, in the first game... I mean, these games are now... That game came out in 2006. So, how many years old is that? That's almost... Tw- we're getting towards 20 years old yeah, for these games. Time, yeah. So, I don't think, like, spoiler... It's, if you don't know, Revan is the main character in the first game. So, yeah. like, as you're playing, you're eventually it's like... By the way, you're Revan. And it's like, oh... That twist is way more shocking than when you get to the twist in Night's Seal Republic 2 and it's like, Kray is the villain, but they're not really trying to surprise you. Like, if, you, if you've been doing... If you're into the game for the story and you've been talking to the characters and getting that story, you've put together... Kray is not a good guy. Like, Kray is not light side of the force. Are people, not, are people questioning why, she's, why you're with her? Um, well, no, because you always have light and dark side companions in Knights of the Old Republic. Like, you travel with good and bad guys. Um, but just Kraya's role in the lore and the story. So, like, when you think about Star Wars, you think about the movies and how big the universe feels when you watch those movies. Yeah. To me, when I think about Star Wars, I think about the expanded universe way before I think about the movies. Because, like, my introduction and love of the Star Wars universe comes from mostly these two video games, but then a bunch of other video games, too. And then a few of the books, and then the movies. Like, the movies weren't really close to what I liked. And, like, Luke Skywalker, to me, is less relevant. The universe itself of Star Wars is so big, and there's so many characters that don't ever see... The movie screen. Yeah. Where Kraya stands in terms of, like, all of that, to me, in my opinion, is cool. Like, it's just way more impressive than, like, a lot of, like, like Palpatine. Sure, Palpatine's, like, the most powerful Sith. But, actually, I think it's Kraya. And Kraya's not a Sith. So, like, Kraya's cooler. Like, Kraya's... She's just a dark Jedi. She's been a Sith. She's been a Jedi. She's seen all sides of the Force. And her conclusion is that the Force itself is needs to die. We need to oh, end the Force. Oh. Because the Force has its own will. And it uses living people. And it's not midichlorians in this game. No. They, well, that's not some... This is thousands of years before, like, science in the Star Wars universe has advanced to the point where, like, they're measuring midichlorians in people's blood. 
Kreia's philosophy is that like the force as a sentient being is mali- is malignant force on humanity, on people, not just humanity, like sentient life, because it uses living things to balance itself out, and because of that, it it n- people need to free themselves from the force in order to like have true free will. Who so, wrote the Kotor games? I think his name is Chris Avalon, but I could be wrong. Oh, where's Avalon, that guy? He was Why the head. He, of, just write a movie? he was the head of Obsidian, who is the video game company that also made the game uh, Fallout New Vegas, which is one of the most popular Fallout video games. That's also very popular because of its story. He's just a very good video game story writer. Um, <clears throat> I think it's Chris Avalon. I could be wrong about that, but. Um, Kreia's whole goal is, like, if she kills the exile, in theory, she will be able to kill the Force. And if the exile is able to defeat her, she'll prove that her teachings are correct by essentially showing that you can, you can, be, you can choose to not essentially use the Force and become more powerful than a Jedi with their teachings of strictly light and dark side of the Force. So like Kreia's whole idea is that the Sith are wrong because the Force isn't giving you power. Even if you're wielding it and you become powerful, the Force is using you for its own gains. And if you're a Jedi and you believe the light side of the Force is like going to bring you to like enlightenment, you're wrong because you're being used by the Force for its own gains. Like you're never really being enlightened. You don't have. She's like essentially believes that you can't believe in these things if you're not willing to take a step back and realize that, like, the Force kind of... You're, like, it just... It's a bitch. And she doesn't like that. So, like, she wants to defeat it. Maybe I'll watch this video, because now I'm interested. Now, this... The, it's the very cool dynamic. Thing, the cool thing about Knights of the Old Republic is that there's... It's called the Sith Lords, because it takes place in an era of the Star Wars universe where there's multiple Sith Lords rising to power in the shadows. See... At the end of the first video game, Revan defeats Malak, who's the Sith Lord, who's threatening the Republic. And when Malak dies, he takes the essentially his army that defeats Malak and flies off into space to go away and find what he believes is the true threat to the Republic. But when he leaves, the Republic really kind of has a power vacuum, and they're pretty much poor from decades of endless war, and they're on the verge of collapse. So while they're trying to rebuild the system from all these wars, the Sith, who have been scattered and defeated, are kind of rebuilding themselves in secret. And the video game takes place where you're a Jedi, Exile, who fought in the Mandalorian War, which is the first war. And then after the Mandalorian War ended, came back to face the Jedi Council, because the Jedi Council said, any Jedi that fight in the Mandalorian War can't come back. You're the only Jedi that came back. And what the Jedi Council said to you is essentially, go fuck yourself. And one of the members of the Jedi Council said, we're, we should kill you. But instead, you have to go outside of known space. So you've been outside of known space for all of Revan's battle against the enemy, the, uh, the Sith. Come back. And then are told by the Jedi, you're going to like look for the remnants of the Jedi Order. And then, you know, all that takes place with Kreia. But there's other Sith Lords you battle, too, who have come out of the woodwork now that you come back. Oh, man. Game's so great. Could talk about it forever. But it should be a movie. There's a lot there. A lot of meat on the bone. Then you gotta write it. 
Every time I see a video like that, I want to. I'm like, oh, I should, should, you should. do that. Discipline. See, but the way I look at it is like, whenever I... Like, should is a bad word. Like, could do it. No, you should. Would do it. No, should is like... Nah. Should? Yeah, you should. Should it's something it? you're passionate about and care about. I could do it. Yeah, but why Why wouldn't you? Well, it's a lot of effort. Time. Energy. Discipline. We require 30 minutes a day. Oh. 30 minutes a day. I already have that time allotted to all sorts of other devote things. Devote yourself to... Two less Pokemon battles. Oh, God. It's probably... 30 minutes is probably about two How's Harry Potter game? Dude. I might be getting it this month. Gotta tell you something. Last week on the podcast, I said, people are saying it's their favorite game of all time. Let's not go crazy. It's not my favorite game of all time. It'll never be my favorite game of all time. Because it's not Knights of the Old Republic. Because then it's the book too. But... There's a whole element of the game where you can just capture magic beasts, bring them back to Hogwarts, and then, like, pet feed them and track, like, the the shiny versions of them and, like, breed them and shit. Fuck, dude. That is... It's all that's you want. a lot of fun. It's all I ever <laughs> I didn't get to that part yet when I said all those other things. And like it's not has nothing to do with the main quest. It's just like a whole. Like, How much time are you spending just hunting down the last three nights I've played, and I play for good amounts of time when I sit down and play. I haven't advanced any of like my missions at all. I've just literally been going the Forbidden Forest. That's so funny because like the justification in it story wise is like, oh, they're poachers who are mean to the animals, and they're gonna sell them and like take their whiskers and shit and sell them, and like I kill the poachers in the forest, steal the animals in my bag, bring them back to my room of requirements, sell the ones I don't want, harvest their fur and whiskers and shit. You're just the doing what the poachers do. I feel like I'm pretty much a poacher. You're the worst poacher. I've taken hippogriffs and unicorns out of the forbidden forest, and now they're just in the room What's of requirements. What's your favorite mythical thing that you found? I, the first... One of the first things I got was a shiny version of... One of the birds. What do you mean shiny? Like it's literally it's like a Pokemon. Like you know the Pokemon have shiny versions. So like it's even better in this game though because they're like different colors of each Pokemon. They're Pokemon. They're literally it feels I, like Pokemon. I, it feels like Harry Potter's like let's just throw a Pokemon just, the way game you in there. Describe it is it's Pokemon. You just can't battle them, but like I feel like if you could, they should. That should be the next update. Like, but yeah, fuck it. it moves just battle. <laughs> but they're um. Each animal's tail whip. Each animal has different colors. So, like a hippogriff can be white, or it could be yellow, or it could be like whatever co- different colors. And then it could also be like a very, very rare color, which would be the shiny version. So, like I have a blue version of this bird. I don't even know that what these birds are called. They're like they're pretty. I like them. I have a blue one. I have a green one. But I didn't even know when I caught it that I have this black one that's a shiny version of it. I haven't seen another shiny version of any of the other animals, but I have this one in my vivarium. Every time he shows up, I'm like, that's my shiny bird. I like that bird a lot. <laughs> but I have two hippogriffs. I have a boy and a girl hippogriff who just, like, I got the Can first you mate egg. them? I haven't figured out how to breed yet, but you, I have a breeding station, so, like, supposedly... You can. I can. I just don't know how to do it yet. How big is your room of requirement? The requirement? Room, the room of requirement is is big. But, like, in the story... I feel like you're going to run out of space if you keep filling it up with hippogriffs. Well, no, in the... See, in the book, it's like... You 
get the room requirement when you have a need for something. Yeah. And it fills whatever need you have. So, yeah. like, in this instance, you need an infinite amount of space. It's the biggest room <laughs> That's what the whole ever. thing is. It's like the story justification. the size of the Orlando rooms. Convention Center. Luckily, it's a massive room. with, And it's, like, literally outside. <laughs> So it's good. All my animals are very happy. They're much happier in my room of requirements than mean old forbidden forests with those poachers. And I'm very confused. Like, why, are we, why are we in this room? Yeah, I don't know. Like, is it one of those things where the room of requirements is just like my the projection in my head? So like, all the animals. I mean, when it's you're not like when you're not just, there, the room doesn't exist. <laughs> those animals are dead. Where are they? <laughs> They're not actually being fed. Um, so that game is good. Okay, cool. Cyberpunk, I played a little bit more of that too. And that game's a lot more hit or miss in a lot of areas. Like, you can see a lot of the flaws of it. But also, I've never played a CD Projekt Red game, and maybe I'm just, like, not into their... Their game. It's a little blocky. I feel like I'm playing a little bit of, like... It's not as free. It's free. Like, I could do a lot of stuff, which is cool. And the city, I told you about the city last time. Like, yeah. puts... The city itself, like, again, that's another instance. Like, I like games where I don't have to play the game. I can just, like, wander around. You just do shit. Yeah. And that's cool. That's the cool thing about Cyberpunk. I feel like so far, I'm very early in that game. I'm, like, on rails a lot. So there's just, like, a lot of story beats that's making me hit. But when I'm not doing that and I'm just, like, exploring the areas I'm in, it's awesome. Like, the city's so full and, like, you're, like... I like the way they integrate like cutscenes and dialogue. Like, I could you could be walking down the street and there could be an NPC that you're supposed to interact with, and they'll just call out to you. And if you like look at them, it'll turn into like their fate. They're like there, and you can talk to them. It's uh, cool. Like it's like seamless how it integrates like okay. that. Um, but game's kind of mid. Okay. All right, Cyberpunk mid. But the Xbox is awesome. Like I'm, Harry Potter, not mid. But you want to know what I've been playing most? Still Pokemon. Still Pokemon. Gotta get these back. I'm, a new season started, so I went all the way back down to rank 7. I think you're obsessed. get back to Master Ball. I think you're obsessed with Pokemon. It's a problem. It's actually not a problem. It's great. There's a tournament coming up. You're going to compete in it? It's an online... It's in the game. It's like Nintendo's You're hosting gonna it. compete in it? I'm going to enter it. I have to enter by the 9th, so I have a few more days. But I have to train my team, because once I enter the team, I can't make changes to it. What team do you think you're going to use? I'm using a bunch of Pokemon that I haven't used on any teams. I think you got to go back to your Palisand strat. No, that wasn't a viable strat for, like, high level. That was good for when I was starting out, but... The team I have right now that I'm competing with is a high strat team, in my opinion. And started out really rough. I started this season, Frank, 2-17 and 17 with this team. Because, like, it was brand new. I just, like, was thinking about it. Put it together. Getting rocked. 2-17. and 17, Awful. Picked it up now. I think, I think I'm all the way up to... I'm now 10... I'm, eight, I'm 9 games under 500. And I've played, like, 38 battles or so. So, like, I've kind of back, back a little bit. But this thing I'm using now is, like, super, very fragile. But, like, if I do things right... I don't know, but that's risky for a I tournament. The, I know. Well, it's the team I'm using net for the tournament is kind of, uh, I think, a little bit safer. Okay. A lot of bulk. 
fat dudes. Garchomp. I have, a, I have an Amoongus. Don't know what that is. With a bunch of recovery. It's a little mushroom guy. I wish you luck in your tournament. When's the tournament start? I think it starts on the 16th. And then what happens? Like, you... You get... It's like... It's like a schedule, days. like... No, so the way it works, I think, is like seven days. You can play up to 15 tournament matches a day. And you get, like, a rank based on that. And then wherever you finish, like... Then it goes into, like, a bracket, I think. So your your goal should try, be, like, you want to make the bracket. Probably make the bracket be sweet. I don't think you're gonna, uh, but... No, probably not. Maybe. But, like, 15 matches... There's gonna be guys who, like, do all 15 matches, like... As the second they wake up and go, like... 15 12 and 0. 3. Or 15 and 0, yeah. yeah. You're so. going to be like 6 and 8. And like, hmm. I might just do four matches one day. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's my video game journey these last few days. Other than that, like, dude, the world sucks. I don't know how anyone cares about anything anymore. Because I hear people talking about politics, and I shake my head. Russell Brand, who's a, a gift of mankind. Dude, you like, gotta listen to him on Rogan. Lecturing people. It's so I good. saw some of him on Rogan. It's I saw so him on Bill Maher. I saw him with Jimmy Dore. Him, him on Bill Maher was great, just eviscerating that fucking idiot. <laughs> the things he's saying about MSNBC, so... It was so funny. Succinctly. So I saw someone post, like, that clip, and all the responses said to were like, I agree with, like, what he said, but also, like, come on. Like, Fox News is the worst. It's like, no, like, you're missing the point then. Like... It's Fox not that Fox News isn't worse. It's not that MSNBC is better. It? It's they're all terrible. Like none, they're none. None of them are good. All it's them, all propaganda. All of them want you to think that. it's all propaganda. You're a moron for thinking Fox News is worse than the other. I I watch Tucker on YouTube the day after sometimes, and that's the extent of like most of my Fox News viewing. When I had a cable dish i would put fox news on to like if i were choosing between the stations election coverage always msnbc it's the most fun network for election coverage um but if you're not watching those networks and and programs with the understanding that like they're partisans with an agenda to feed you then you're not and if you're trying to compete like my partisan agenda is superior it's a problem yeah, I mean, that's the whole point. The only reason why we hammer Democrats more than Republicans and have aligned more with Republicans and Democrats in recent years is simply because of the power dynamic of the country. Like, when we were... When I was coming of age, the conservative right in this country had power and dominion over most of our institutions. The left fought and clawed over 15 years to earn all of those institutions and power back. And they've only used that power For to, bad. to take the fucking gender-neutral bathrooms and put it in the forefront of their fucking ideology. They have gutted every other aspect of our lives. That's why we're screwed. So, like, it's not a matter of, like, oh, Democrats are worse than Republicans. It's a matter of, like... Democrats have more power than Republicans, and... Just keep fighting who's in power. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck you. Um, yeah, can't believe... Can't believe people, like, talk seriously about the United States government when Joe Biden is in charge. We're on the verge of World War III. It's crazy. Russia-Ukraine uh, war. That was a year ago we talked about the possible invasion on this podcast. It was over a year ago. Yeah, I'm out on all of it. I don't pay attention to it. I do my own thing. Hasn't everyone's credibility been ruined over COVID? I've just been... You know whose credibility hasn't been ruined over COVID? Ours. Think about the things we've said on this yeah. podcast over COVID and where we are. 
So listen. So I, I listen. I don't pay attention. I I live my life. I binge Modern Family. That's it. Oh, I I have a take by the way. Okay. And I'm glad we're putting this at the tw- 28 minutes in at this point because I hope not many people hear this. Modern Family, I would argue, is like probably like a top 15 sitcom. Like it's good. Okay. I mean, I've enjoyed it. Uh, the later seasons are terrible. Like, I mean, I it haven't... Fall, it falls off a cliff. Yeah, like, I mean, I haven't, like, really laughed sincerely in, like, five seasons now. But I'm gonna get through it. Like, I'm gonna finish. I'm on the last season. I gotta see what happens. They're taking, like, a weird turn in the last season where, like, they're making me not like anybody, which is... <laughs> what, okay. But the, the, the biggest thing is this story that they've been telling since season one about... The gay couple on the show have a daughter. Now, I believe the show is, like, liberally motivated. All the characters, like, they, it's centered in L.A. A lot of these characters, whenever there's, like, it, there's not many jokes about politics, but every time it's mentioned, it's always, like, through the lens of, like, well, the left is right. But, like, it's so minimal. And I think maybe even, like, the creators of the show are gay or something, but, like, they do such a bad job of, like, for someone like me, if they're trying to convince me that, like, this is the modern family, that gay parents are, that kid should have been taken away from those parents. A million times. Kids need a mother. <laughs> so like, and maybe, maybe they don't. Maybe it's in this specific, in, but I watch this show, and I don't think that they're telling the story that they think they are. Because I'm just watching it going... This kid mom. is this kid is so fucked up because she's growing up in a in a household with two crazy gay dudes and not no mom and it's awful. Like, I, and I don't think that's my opinion. Like, I don't think I'm like, nope, kids need mothers. But in this instance, that kid needs a mom. It's crazy. Well, I mean, it is a sitcom that's going but, off the rails in its later seasons. But don't you think like they would be trying to be like, look how this kid is the most well adjusted because it's coming from the. But no, they do the opposite. Where I'm like, they should. They shouldn't let this kid be with this family. <laughs> it's crazy. That's like my only takeaway from the show. Alright, well there you go. Yeah. It is a takeaway. Yeah. <sighs> oh man, I I haven't watched anything other than Jeremy Clarkson put his thumb off. I'm going to attempt to watch The Last of Us. Oh yeah? People are talking about how good it is. And Ooh. even the people that don't like it for like the the gayness, they like it, you know? So I gotta give it a shot. And I like watching stuff. I know you've given up on watching anything, but... I always wanted to play The Last of Us, and I've never gotten around to it, so... But you, you don't watch it. You don't watch TV anymore, you don't watch movies. I watch House of the Dragon. I That's true, you I do watch that show. I watched Jeremy Clark. Dude, House of the Dragon was so good. I watched something recently that I liked. I was just talking about how much I like the Tinkerbell movies again. Cause like, I just all don't understand. I don't know. I watch all the Disney movies now, like Moana, Frozen, Tangled. Like I yeah. like some of them. Like I like Tangled. It's a good movie. Tangled's great compared to some of the other ones. I don't really like the Frozen movies. I think they're both kind of trash. I agree. Some of the songs. Are I trash. like the first. I like the first twenty minutes of Frozen. But there's like three good songs right off the rip. Just the the the, the fairies and the Tinkerbell movies. It's so baffling to me that they wrote five of these movies and they made five really good characters and, like, developed some of them and, like, gave them all distinct personalities and the voice actors did a really good job. 
and like they're funny and like interesting and good and like dynamic in I a think, lot of ways. You know what's funny too? And I like think they that can't must do that. I think that must Rose must pick up on it. Like she likes Tinkerbell more than the other stuff. No, she I, she's been on a frozen kick again. Oh. But like I said, I've watched. But because of she goes through all all of them, I see them all. Moana, Lilo, and Stitch. Like I watch them all. But it's just interesting that like those movies have, the, in my opinion, the best characters of a lot of the recent Disney films. I'm only gonna have sports on for my kid. I know, right? I don't think like I don't think you need to put on kids shows for kids. Well, what it'll be easier when the boys here. Like, I think you could just, like, I watch, like, John Boy always has his Instagram story on, where he's just got the, t- like, his kid is watching TV. That kid never watches, like, kids shows. The kid just it's watches, like, baseball. cricket and baseball. It's like, because <laughs> I think kids are entertained by anything. I think that's true to a certain extent, but, like, her attention is held more by Colors things. and, so, yeah, like, but, like, if I put on the truck show versus the... Frozen movie, like there, she knows the difference. Like she's, she's like, like Frozen, not this. It's like Frozen's a way better. Especially than this, this trash. age, like when she was younger. Also, it's a lot how is she still asleep? I know, right? She might not be. <laughs> she's just she been running. Sleep. She's been alone for forty minutes. But I think she is. Yesterday she took a really long nap. So does that affect her night? Yeah, she's up late. Yeah, but whatever. Take any sleep we can get. Yeah. Yeah. I got nothing else. Alright, well, we'll catch you next week.
Uzo is going to be shaved today, Monday. It was only for the parade. I really only wanted to have a mustache. Once I had it... For the gay pride parade. <laughs> once I had the mustache, I was like, oh, I like this. I wanted... I want to get through next weekend with the St. Patrick's Day parade. And then I did. And then I shaved it. Did you drink a lot? Yeah, it was the worst experience I've ever had in terms of like... <laughs> not a day drinker. I'm fucked up today from it. You started early? Not like super early. Like It was just like noon maybe. But like, I've never been that drunk in the middle of the day. So then that night was like... You, like, experience getting hungover in real time, which is weird. Like, you don't wake up as with a hangover. You just, like, get a hangover. You start getting a headache and sick. And it's awful. And you're like, I feel terrible. I want to die. We still, that's the thing. Is like, you gotta drink through it. Got home at, like, 4, 5? I don't even know. I don't even know what time it was when I got home. But I was so hungry. I didn't eat anything. Just shoveled fried rice into my stomach. Tried laying down, and everything was spinning. Like, so bad spins. So I just threw up the rice that immediately put in my belly. And then slept for, like, three hours. Woke up. Still drunk. No wonder why you're in such a pissy mood. Think, yeah, dude, I'm miserable today. <laughs> Got hungover. And then... In the middle of all this, I'm doing that stuff. Well, here I am taking it personally. And then I woke up today, and I'm still, like... I mean, like, I'm better, but, like, I don't, like, not... I don't feel great today. Well, you look good. No, I feel like because shit. Because you don't have a mustache. I feel like shit. I feel like a shitty human being when I do the shit like that. You drink? No. A little transparency for the listeners. We just had a fight. Like, a real fight. Like, a more of a fight than I think we've ever had. For a second, I literally thought you were talking about you and Amanda, and I was like, no. oh, no, what happened? No. I was like, Me oh, yeah, you. us. And, like, I don't know, like, I don't think anyone does, like, well under stress, but, like, I don't know, like, I just always feel so shitty after shit like that. Like, I don't want, and that's with anybody, not just you, specifically you, because I have a relationship with you that's different than, like, most people, but, like, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not, uh, that way. Like, I don't want to explode at people, because I think it's so, like, it's so weak, and it's, like, gross. This is where I have kind of a superpower, I feel like, because... You have no feelings. You... No. That's not true. But, I will say, like, I got heated, too. Like, you know, I was giving it back to you. We were fighting. But also, like, you walked out of the garage. And I was standing there, I was, like, mad. Like, I was like, mm, son of a bitch. And then, like, ten seconds went by, and I was like... Hope he comes back inside because this is the really one recording well, this podcast. I so like I, it's funny. Like I don't feel that way. I don't feel like oh okay, I but I I turn it like internally and I look at me and I go like why like you're that like you're that mentally weak that you can't just like talk like you need to like elevate and escalate like you can't just talk through whatever it is like I, I tend to I tend to bring that out of people. You really do. And, like, seriously, you do a mom all the time. I make people, I tend to get people to fly off the handle. Now, I also fly off the handle with them, but my, see, the problem is. See, like, you think you didn't scream. No, yeah. Initially, I but I think you did. And, like, <laughs> I, like, if you get loud, like, I, my only instinct is, like, well, I gotta get louder. I'm just getting a little amped up, but I'm not angry. 
But you get you you have a short. I memory. get like a- yeah, like, I get like angry, and then like instantly I'm not angry. Like as soon as I like, walked when you out, stood up and we're throwing shit. Like I didn't that. I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> but like that—that's why. By the way, like I can't take steroids. Like I don't know. What, <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> like be on the news. Oh my god! But like, yeah, I don't know. Like as soon as I walk out the door, like I know I'm not mad anymore. I'm just like filled with like like shame, like like shame and regret. Like I just like guilt and shame. I'm just like, ugh. Like why did you do that? Like I don't know. So now I'm now I'm sitting in like this weird thing where like I'm, I appreciate you I appreciate how you know it's the same thing like we went disc golfing remember like when we were first getting into it yeah and I was like just kicking shit on the course and like in the moment it feels like so justified and then like you turn your head and you see that there's like someone looking at you and you feel like the biggest fucking <laughs> idiot and that's how I feel right now cause I'm like your wife is inside and like me and Rachel have a gr- I think a pretty good relationship but like it's so embarrassing for me that oh, she's, she's just asleep. like she doesn't know that she's just listening to me just fucking yell like a psychopath about whatever it is like so I don't know man I just maybe it stems from yesterday and how I felt but like there's no excuses I just have to be better that's all it is well I appreciate you recognizing that you need to be better because I've been saying it to you forever just improve generally in every aspect. I, I don't know what that is, too. Like, I don't know why I have such like a. That's not true. This You're like great mentality. I have like this mentality of like, if anyone questions me about anything, they're questioning my competence. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not like, and like, you get that from your dad. And like half the time, I am probably wrong. So like, it's really worse. So I. I and I tend to come off oftentimes like I like I don't mean to make you feel like I am questioning your competency, but I tend to I can talk. You were that air you were like, not and like and even if you weren't doing it like on purpose, but like that's just, just what just was like, happening. Just so I was just like, well, I don't know. I'm not gonna sit here and take it. It's like one of those things where it's like I'm like between these two rocks, and like but the <laughs> two rocks are so different. So it's like you're one rock, and then like the thing I'm trying to do is the other rock, and I'm like, well, I can't. Do both of these things. <laughs> Why am I always the antagonizing force? Well, I'm just, it's just like, you're trying to tell me things that, like, I'm like, well, that rock said I can't do that. And then you're telling me I can't. I'm talking to a, a, an expert in the field, and they're telling me the only possible way is to do it this way. And then my brother, who knows nothing yeah, like, about it, like, I don't know. Like, is it like, He's I have to go get a second, I have to get, like, a second opinion? Maybe. But, like, also, like, what are we supposed to do if I can't trust the person yeah. that I'm... We're paying to... Yeah, so, like, it's like, just, I understand. Like, I'm not saying you It's a lot. Now I'm dehydrated. <laughs> well, I feel like we're both in a really good space for a good a good old-fashioned... Cash you know what's so funny? The thing I really wanted to talk about today was d- the word discipline. Oh, nice. And, like, how fascinated I am with, like... The idea of discipline? Yeah, like, and I want to get... You seem like you're very captivated by someone who would wake up every day to take an ice bath. Okay, that's... Per- not the you ice bath thing. I've done... The ice bath? No. But, like, cold showers yeah. are a thing I've done... In the morning? On and off. No. First of all, people would tell you you do it every day. It makes you a better person. Maybe that's true. I can never get through, like... The longest I've ever done cold showers, I did it like a three-week stretch where I only took cold showers. 
Why? I like just it. discipline. Well, not discipline. I, there's a lot of, like... It's the after. It really went back to Ben Franklin for me, because I think it was Ben Franklin. They didn't have hot water. It's so long. Like these, I have so many fucking weird things that I've tried in my life now. I'm getting to in my 30s that I can't even remember what weird things tie together. But when I was in college, I got really into like Ben Franklin and his autobiography. And in his, I think it was his autobiography. I could be wrong. Who the fuck cares? He talks about how it's better for you if you take cold showers. It gives you like more vitality. And like for some reason that certain things I take to heart immediately as like that has to be true. Even well, it though like, what right. the fuck does it sounds true? right. Like if you've ever gotten in a cold shower, you do feel like oh I'm alive because you feel it. Yeah, when you're because done. it's torturous. Um, so I did it in college for a little bit, and then ever since then, like I'll go through stretches like a year, a couple years will go by, and I was like, let's try the cold shower thing, and I'll do it for like a couple weeks. And then eventually I'm like, fuck it, I want a hot shower. so nice. I like a hot shower. It's so nice. <laughs> but I, I mean, the longest, it was definitely for three weeks. But people who do the ice bath every day, it's so trendy now. Yeah, it's weird. That when I see people, like, post a TikTok and I'm getting in an ice bath, my first thought is like, what a fucking asshole this guy. Yeah, yeah I'm, not, no, I'm not into the ice bath thing. But. I like polar bear plunges. I've been, for the last two years now, in a workout routine that I, I've never been this discipline. This disciplined. And like it is discipline. Like you it's just not motivated. channeled motiv- your OCD into it's, a positive well, direction. 100%. Like my anxiety took over and the only way to combat it was just dis- through discipline. And like the discipline that I found was the gym and you just It gives you a nice that, escape. That is your routine. You that is quiet safe like, space. Honestly, that's another thing I've noticed. We record on Mondays. Sundays are my off day. And, like, I typically don't like taking off from the gym because it puts me in a bad, bad headspace. So, like, if I if we record before I go to the gym on Monday, again, that adds to, like, I just don't... I'm not... So, you're even more stressed. Yeah, so I'm, like, not... Have that I'm not battle. in a good headspace. So, you came here looking to fight. No, I didn't. I, I, I truly didn't. There are di- there are times when, like, I have come here and I'm, like, I know I'm not in the best mood and I shouldn't... I should just, like, not come here. Like, you know, I do. And then it's just, like... Yeah, that's usually fine. I mean, it's fine today. Yeah, 100%. But, like, I don't know. But anyway, it's, like, the whole thing about, like, discipline. But I want to, like, take it a step further. Like, I want to... I don't want to just be disciplined for, like... Well, every day I go to the gym for, like, two hours. That's cool. But, like, I want to find that discipline, like, other places. Like, whether that's religiously speaking. Like, I want to... Business? That. Like... Maybe it's something, like, more... Maybe it's, like, writing. But, like, I I need to... I want to get into... A more disciplined life, further than what it is, because it's not motivation. Motivation well, can, this, can only get you so far. I think before you start trying like to add it to other facets of your life, specifically, you should try to apply it to more general areas of your life. Like, start having a daily routine. I wake up every day at this time. I do this first. I do this second. Yeah. That'd... Then before I go to bed, I do this, this, and this, and then I'm in bed by this time, and then I'm. And that might help you then discover what next you want to be disciplined so, in. Obviously, if you're Catholic, right now we're in the, the Lenten time. And my thing for Lent has been... I've been going to church. I've been wanting my phone oh. at like 9.30 at night. Phone goes on the charger and away. You can still like watch TV and stuff, but like no phone. Like Phone is just out. And I haven't been great with it. Dude, get a Switch and play some Pokemon. That'd be fine. Be that, that's a discipline. 
But yeah, so I'm, I, I'm just fascinated by the idea of discipline. Like, people think about motivation as, like, the thing that's supposed to get you to do shit, but it's not. Like, it's, motivation is, is so little. It's like, can you just tell yourself to do stuff? Oh, I am terrible at that. Yeah. In fact, like, my, I tell myself to do stuff without telling, without knowing I'm telling myself to do stuff, you know? Like, I'll, like, I'll disobey myself. Yeah. Like, I'll be on the couch playing Pokemon, for example, and I'll be like, one more battle. Seven battles later, I'm like, now I really gotta get up off the couch. It's 10.15. Then it'll be noon, I'm like, I need lunch! Yeah. And I just don't listen. Like, yeah, and, like, you you could do it with, like, like, I find it, like, so, like, the gym was one aspect, and now, like, diet is, goes hand in hand. So, like, my, my diet is very disciplined, and, like, I can turn that on and off, which is cool. Like, like yesterday you were able to go to bars. Yeah, and, and like, being able to be like, all right, well, now it's Monday, and now we're, like, we're locked in. We're, we're hitting our goals, we're doing this, we're doing that. I don't know. You see Jason Dominguez this home run? What are we going to do with this team? It sucks because we're in the same position we were. It's it's really frustrating because we're in literally the same position we were in before the Gary year. You have so many good you prospects. Have so many good friends. You and you all these old And you just have these old guys you hate that have to play. Yeah, it's like, crazy. What the fuck? It's crazy. But we're in the same boat. So like hopefully the guys who you hate who have to play don't have to play that I'd, long. I would almost like You have Cole for a while. They you have judge. judge for a while. So like, there you, go. you have Rodon for a while. Everyone else can get the so fuck like, out. I would say, like, hey, why don't we just play the kids? And if we're bad this year playing kids, who cares? Because you don't want to I ruin will take that. But we've ruined prospects by the anyway. dozen. <laughs> yeah, we're, like, the worst. But it's probably better to give, like, IKF and Donaldson April and let the kids start in double and triple A. And then pull them up as they're hot. If they were, like, good, and, like, the kids were supposed to be great, you'd be like, right, well, okay, fine. Like, let the good players... But, like, they're not even good. Like, Donaldson and IKF are bad. Yeah. They're bad. You're letting bad players stand in the way of possibly great prospects. Well, here's you have, like, seven prospects that, like, you might make an a, impact. What if Donaldson gets off to a hot start? He has to. He, like, has to. Well, or I think he's, say, like, done. It is easier. It will be easier if they just suck for a month. If, like, IKF and Donaldson suck for a month, when you put in the... You'll do it in, like, stagger it. So, like, two weeks, you get the first kid. Two weeks, you get the second kid. Yeah, like, I do kind of, I think IKF will be the opening day shortstop, but I do think Prazo is going to be on the, the team and will get He'll get starts. a lot of playing time. But, like, he might have the, the everyday role... Before you know. Before you know. And then... Then After it's a matter the of like step is like okay when like, does Volpe get here yeah and then when it's like when it's like June now, I don't think Dominguez was like slated for this year I think they have him like if he's gonna pummel pitching all spring training and then go into and then go and have a nice start triple A he might get why wouldn't you why, why wouldn't you be like well you know what screw it like call him up. up especially if like Hicks is bad although Hicks had a home run dude this kid Ortega I don't know who he is but I like him. Like I think hit. I think he's our left fielder. <laughs> Everyone who gets a hit, I'm like, there's a left fielder. There you go. I don't know, Hicks had a home run. He's been on base a bunch. You know what's so weird? I'm like so 
not over the Yankees. Like, I'm excited. I'm excited for baseball. I'm almost done with Modern Family, so it's be done right in time. It, it got me... Modern Family did what it had to do. It got me from football to baseball. And now I can, every day... I don't need a show to watch, because every day there's going to be a baseball game on while I cook and clean and do whatever I got to do. Love it. But man, I just want football. I want the Dolphins to get back. Like, I'm so much more interested in football than I am baseball. And, like, that's never been the case for me. I'm always a baseball first. Especially with these damn rules. Yeah, like, I don't know. All right, let's record an actual podcast. Okay.